Brothers and sisters, welcome to day 14 of our Advent Reflections on In the School of the Holy Spirit. Today we, we're still speaking about those dispositions of heart, those attitudes, those postures of soul that, you know, make us more readily available to hear the Holy Spirit, to be prompted, be guided by this wonderful Spirit of God. And today we want to speak about the practice of abandonment. It's a very, very important practice, but often quite misunderstood, I think. Um, in my own life, um, it took me a while to try and truly understand um, what these saints mean by abandonment to divine providence. I say this because sometimes it could give this impression of fatalism or passivity, just everything that happens is God's will. And, you know, we just, we do nothing. We just accept everything. And that would be quite incorrect of this understanding. And yet there's the error of, of trying to resist everything in life as if, you know, nothing is coming from the wisdom of God in, in events of our life. So I suppose one of the postures of, of being allowed to be guided by the Holy Spirit is this abandonment to divine providence with like a child, trusting the Heavenly Father. So how do we understand this abandonment? Well, first of all, you know, not everything that happens to us in, in our life is God's will. Okay, God cannot will evil. He cannot will sin. And we, we, we occur, we run into this all the time in ourselves and in, in, in the afflictions that other people impose on our own life. God cannot will these things. And in the midst of all this, God wills good and, and he wills to bring out of this chaos in our life, out of all this mess of evil, good things. And he, as Romans 8.28 says, all things work for the good for those who love God. And this is a real amazing mystery. I think anyone, even if they're non-believer, they look at life, they look at the processes of life and they see that things work towards the good if, if we give it time and, and we, we go with the flow in that sense. That might be their language. For us who believe, we know that God is actively involved in history, that he's actively involved in our life through the, through, through the Holy Spirit. And working through man's fallen instruments, fallen, broken human will, bringing about his most perfect will. And this is a miracle of miracles. This is operates, God operates in this depth in a way that it really supersedes our, our own understanding of how he can do all of this. This demonstrates the omnipotence, the power, the omniscience, the all-knowingness of God. And so this has always been a stumbling block um, for, 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 for people on the spiritual life. And, and it's this, that God does not will everything that happens to us, especially because of the evil that come, we come across. But God permits evil. God permits, um, you know, the errors in life because of his mysterious wisdom. And that's his, that's his stumbling block. God's wisdom is a stumbling block. And this is why the cross is the ultimate wisdom of God. Um, in the life of Christ, that Jesus died on the cross and it was a stumbling block to, to the Jews, folly to the Greeks. You know, it, it, it's, some, it's the wisdom of God that the cross is how God chooses to bring about glory is the cross, is suffering. And, and, and that's why Christianity, I don't think, could have ever been an invented religion because if humans were about to invent something to brainwash a bunch of people to follow, they want to invent the cross. They want to invent, nobody wants to enter a religion that says that suffering is the means by which you attain glory. Suffering is the means by which you attain 
happiness. Every other religion, every other sort of attempt by human beings is always to remove suffering, is always to, to try and find glory another way. And Jesus says you can't. You have to enter um, these trials. You have to enter and accept these sufferings. And if you do it with God, he can do it in the most miraculous ways and turn it for the good. And so the events that happen in our life, we need to have a certain obedience to the events of our life. Things that we cannot change, things that we try our best, things then we have to just submit in, 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 in loving trust in the Father. And that's abandonment. It's an active trust in the Father. It's not a just sitting by the wayside, just accepting everything that passes as a passivity. It's a decision to accept and to, to trust the Father even when you cannot change certain things. And trust that God can change those things. And so if we are in this posture of abandonment, then then we our hearts will be open to be inspired by the Holy Spirit because we're not resisting God. If we if we accept the difficult events of our life that we cannot change, trusting in that God has some mysterious wisdom in these events to 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 shape our life for our good, then our hearts will remain supple. But if we resist these events in our life, then we'll be in a posture of resistance in our heart, which will carry over into the resistance of the, the inspirations of the Holy Spirit when they come. If we're in this tension and this posture of of rejection, then we will reject God in the other moments of our life as well. But if we're in this abandonment, then, you know, um, as a trust, as an active participation, then we will be much more likely to be open to the Holy Spirit.